Welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. And before I get started with tonight's episode, I just want to like talk to you guys about my life right now because things are actually going pretty great right now. I feel like people always talk about, you know, the times where things go bad on the podcast or like things they've learned, or at least on mine. A lot of podcasts actually talk about a lot of lighthearted things, but for mine, I feel like I always am like, this is like a time where I learned something and it's like not pretty and whatever. And so I just wanted to, you know, start off this episode with some you know, happy things. I've been doing a lot of listening of other people's podcasts, you know, comparing myself, of course, in the process and being like, oh my God, my voice is horrible, whatever. Just overthinking everything like I classically do. But a lot of other podcasts I've noticed do like, you know, Rosebud and Thorn and like talk about like the highs and the lows. And, you know, I, I love the way that other people do that. I don't know if I'll ever integrate an actual segment in my podcast. I don't really have segments uh, at all. But I thought I would just start out this episode by just talking about some good things. You know, I think that there's just something so just, I mean, obviously good about good things, but just something that's almost kind of contagious. And so I thought I would just talk about some good things in my life. My friends actually just left my apartment. It's 10 o'clock at night. Um, and I'm still like, I'm actually like kind of energetic right now because whenever I'm with my friends, even on a Wednesday night at 10 p.m., I can somehow be re-energized just from like being with them, you know, for like 15 minutes. Because once you live alone, it's like whenever you get any sort of like human stimulation, like multiple people in your like realm and your presence, it's like, whoa, oh my God, shock. Um, that's what my voice sounds like you know that sort of thing so my friends came over tonight uh, to search for some gowns for our party I think I briefly talked about it last week on the podcast um, and I've teased it a little bit on my Instagram stories but our big birthday soiree is this Friday night um, super excited about it like that's kind of an understatement I'm like antsy because the guest list keeps growing and I'm like I keep looking at it we have a Facebook group of course and like our Facebook cover photo is like three people or three like old Hollywood starlets and of course like my faces photoshopped actually I thought I was going to be Audrey I'm not Audrey I was photoshopped onto Grace Kelly um and yeah there's actually am I Grace Kelly I think I am I have to like remember who I am photoshopped on top of but it's very realistic we have one of our friends do it I'm obviously I do photoshop pretty well as well because I am a graphic designer but we had a friend do it and he like killed it we look just like we look like our you know how like sometimes there's a bad photoshop job where like the face doesn't look actually connected to the body but like it looks really realistic so whatever I digress so the girls were here tonight um looking for dresses because of course we're a lot of us are last minute people or like order things off of various websites and they just don't fit and whatever so people were panicking so I'm like come over like you know I have a whole closet devoted to my dresses I literally have a dress closet I have two closets in the apartment presumably for like probably a his and hers situation but like I obviously have both of them and one of them is devoted to just my gowns because I have a lot of long dresses and the other closet has like this shelf which like blocks so I can't have a long dress like hang so that is why I have the dress closet of course you know naturally so need to honestly go through the dress closet one of these days and like start giving away some dresses or selling them I'm honestly thinking, I, I, guys, like, I kid you not, my closet is the 27 dresses closet. It does not close unless I very, like, seriously push it with my butt or, like, with my side. Like, I have to, like, really ram it in there and it's, like, squeaky and it keeps getting stuck and, like, like, even when I close it, there's still, like, some fabric hanging out of it. Like, that's how jam-packed it is. And it's, it's down to the sheer reason of just, I, I can't part with things very similar to, 
27 dresses. I just, I, you know, have these dresses that have meaning attached to them. You can probably feel the same way about certain things. Like my prom dress is still hanging at home. Like I have that. I have the dress I wore to graduation. I have the dress I've worn to like every major event, every formal I ever had in college. I still have the dress to prove that I was there with the stain on the front probably from like the alcohol I was drinking illegally anyway I didn't say that but (laughs) you know so I yeah I have a hard time parting with things but that's the beautiful you know reason why I have dresses to lend to my friends so they came over tonight to try on some dresses it was a very cute little ordeal I was trying to podcast earlier tonight because I was like getting sleepy during work today and then I was like you know what the girls are coming over I have to postpone the podcast and so I was sitting there with my notebook you know ready to go I was like taking notes like while they you know Regardless, I was feeling inspired and just happy overall by the just the the excitement, you know, the impending excitement about Friday night because I feel like there's some beauty sometimes in not really knowing how things are going to unfold because I almost just like I stuttered there unfold. That's what I meant to say, Um, because, you know, I'm such a planner in all many elements of my life. I'm such a planner and I'm really stubborn and really impatient and I need things to be done my way, you know, my way or the highway. And that's a lot of times why I feel like I'm hard to love and hard to, not hard to be around, but just like hard to really understand, I think, sometimes, because my way of thinking is a lot different than other people's, I think. I don't really know. I mean, I'm just assuming because based on, you know, the arguments I've ever had with friends or family, it's always kind of, you know, going back to how I am stubborn and how I am, like, you know, a planner and things seem to go my way. And so I've been doing this new thing where I do more spontaneous things and maybe don't plan my life to the point where it's like excruciatingly detailed and like almost like I I have this set path I need to follow and I can't stray. I can't do anything that isn't on the to-do list or in the timeline, you know. So with this birthday, I kind of took the backseat because in all elements of our events, you know, at school when we were in college, my friends and I, I planned everything. Every birthday, I would literally leave class early on Sundays to start decorating the house. Like my friends like that lived with me, my roommates, would be nowhere to be found. They'd be like in the library or doing like things they should be doing. I don't know. And I'd be at the house. Like we had this plantation style house I've discussed a few times. Um, and I'd be like decorating it like ceiling to floor I would have just like all sorts of decor and it wasn't like the cheesy decor it was like I had hand-drawn banners made for each of the friends that we had birthdays for at the house so I would roll out this paper that I got from Michael's like really nice like um, banner paper and I you know had acrylic paint and I would paint in scripts like happy birthday so and so or I'd sometimes have like sayings and things and I went all out and not to mention I was also social chair so I planned every formal you know down to the the flowers on the table I did yeah I did a lot I would tour the venues I was you know mind you a college student pretending like this was like a professional event planning job I was planning sorority formals for frat guys to show up to blackout essentially but Nonetheless, I was a planner. I still am. I feel like that's just like my thing that I'm good at. So for this party, I actually, like I said, I took the back seat. I let my two friends do all of the planning. Like they did everything. And of course I like was there to help when they needed me or like I wasn't, you know, making them do everything per se, but I, it was actually pretty surprising. I think for all of us involved that I was like, you know what? You guys pick. Like there we had some venue options. I was like, you guys pick you guys can tour the venue, you guys can decide on the decor, like, I just want to enjoy 
this and enjoy the reason why we're having this because I'm turning 24 and that's you know it might not be like a numeric milestone because 25 is obviously going to be something because it's like a quarter of a century but like it's it's one of those things where we're getting birthdays are celebrated for a reason it's like another trip around the sun that we've made it and that we've grown and that we're different we're changed somehow from last year and yeah so I took the back seat. I, for once in my life, didn't excruciatingly plan something, and we'll see how it goes. Like, obviously, it's not Friday yet, so who knows how it's going to end up being, but I just thought that was kind of, like, a little win that I wanted to share with you guys, that, like, for once in my life, I wasn't, like, a crazy freak about something. Like, even my outfit, like, you know, I, I ordered one dress. I used to, for formal, order, like, three dresses and return the one. Like, I was super crazy about it would get like a spray tan and like all these things and I'm planning on getting my hair done and stuff but like I'm not in you know in doing so though in doing all that planning I would kind of set my expectations super high of course and not to say your expectations should be set low by any means but like I created this fantasy in my head that was just impossible for the time you know for the the situation like being in North Carolina at college with frat boys who are immature most of them love them as friends don't get me wrong they're some of my best friends but like just I mean you got to stop manufacturing these huge just huge hurdles that these people a lot of them just can't can't jump yet for you and you I feel like a lot of times we honestly break our own hearts by setting these extremely high expectations not just in dating but just in general like you know me planning these events me going like the extra mile and just doing like I I kid you not guys I would skip class to like plan these events and I don't know if it was you know recognition that I craved I think I'm I'm a people pleaser at the end of the day and I'm working on that as we know but you know I read this article actually recently that people pleasing a lot of times can be directly correlated or just stems from trauma so if you experience or experienced past tense any sort of trauma in your life and trauma doesn't need to be like you know a really traumatic like you know experience or like don't think like traumatic brain injury or anything but like trauma of any sort of any magnitude so any sort of thing that was traumatic to you and really affected you really shook you really made you feel something extremely profoundly you know that is something that can can make you feel like you need to please everyone in some way shape or form and for me you know it was the fact that I wasn't well liked in high school and I mean it it's one of those narratives that I feel like it's tired and everyone every creator is like oh I was bullied and it like seems like this tired narrative now with dust on it and everyone uses it and whatever but it's one of those things where like yes it can it's common but it doesn't make it any less you know excruciating to look back on that I was not well liked in high school so I think a lot of me going the extra mile to do all these things in college and please people and throw these awesome events and really you know be congratulated you know like there'd be like little speeches sometimes and like oh thanks to Katie for putting this together like you know I craved that recognition I craved people wanting to be at my parties you know I wanted even though it was someone's birthday and like of course they deserved like all the recognition for being born and for you know being the birthday girl I wanted someone to say you know what Katie that's an awesome banner like I just crave people saying like good job like I crave the gold stars because I didn't really get those in high school you know I wasn't an amazing student I wasn't I wasn't you know asked to prom really or I asked to prom I was asked to prom but we've discussed this I was like pity asked to prom I you know there was just like ways that I felt like I fell short in high school so of course you know even still I find myself 
doing things to compensate for that. And so this time around, I've been talking about this for like 12 minutes now, but with this birthday, I have decided I'm just going to go with the currents. Things are going to happen. Like I'm not going to get my hopes up, you know, I'm going to you know, be excited for myself and excited for my friends and excited for the event, but I'm not going to obsess. I think that's the best way I can put it. I'm not going to obsess about this event. I'm happy with my dress. I think it's beautiful. I'm excited. I'm not going to care if I, you know, look a little, if I have a little belly in it, because that was one of my worries, of course, when I was like looking in the mirror, because you know what? I'm surrounded by all these people. I'm going to be all these people that love me so much, you know, I'm finally, I finally found it. I find, I found the people that I want to be surrounded by that want to be surrounded by me, that want me in in their presence, in their wake, you know? And I think that that's something worth celebrating. Also just, I feel like I'm in a really good place with myself right now, which I don't think I could have said about myself maybe this time last year. I feel like I was very unsure still last year about myself and about what I actually want to do. And I feel like now I'm in the position where I actually, I can taste it now. Like I can reach out and grab it. And I know what kind of person I want to be and who I actually am in this moment. And I think that's kind of something that's like, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm kind of proud of myself right now. And it's taken me, you know, almost 24 years to get here, but here I am. So anyway, I thought I would just give you a little update on the birthday and just how excited I am. And you know, everyone left here just now with a fabulous dress that they can wear that I've worn to some other event that I was people-pleasing at, and they're going to just kill it. And so that makes me happy, too. I feel like there's a bunch of roses. Uh, should I do a thorn, too, just to, like, throw one in there? I had a bad day yesterday. How about that? Um, nothing specific. It was just, like, you know, bad weather, and I was just having a grumpy day at work. Like, everything was just pissing me off. I hated everyone. Like, I love my coworkers, but, like, I was just having a rough day, okay? And, of course, like, you know, there is some light in this story. I went to this coffee place that I've never been to. I I work at Hudson Yards, like, that area of New York City, which is, like, brand new and, like, building shot up up out of nowhere. So I went to this one coffee place that I've actually never been to in the Hudson Yards Mall. Um, And it's called Blue Bottle, I think. Blue Bottle. Blue bottle. I think that's what it's called. It literally has a symbol of a blue bottle on its like logo. So I'm assuming that's what it is. Um, went there and I was like, hi, can I have a cappuccino, like a large cappuccino? And they're like, no, we only do small cappuccinos. And I was like, of course, just another thing to throw on my bad day. <laughs> so I was like, are you sure you don't have a large cappuccino? Like I've been having a really rough day. I was like literally hard on my sleeve with this guy. And he's like, no, like what we can make you a large latte um, or something like a draft latte or something fancy and I was like sure like that sounds good and like I guess like I have this tendency of wearing my feelings and just like every emotion I have on my face like it's just all there like if I don't want to talk to you you will know or if I'm like super happy like you can just tell by my face like I especially when I don't think anyone's looking I'll just like I just let it go sometimes I can control it but like yeah anyway so I guess he just saw like plain as day on my face how I was feeling and he was like you know what like this is on me like on the house you deserve this like I hope your day turns up and I was like wow I'm gonna come back to this coffee place but also I mean it's just kind of a nice little like moment where I was like you know what everyone we're all whether we know it or not in this world kind of like in the same cycles like in it together sort of thing like we all go through the same trials and tribulations of just like feeling really shitty sometimes you know and so we get it we've been there like you know and I feel like I do believe in the idea it's like people do give back it's like it's a cycle 
of people doing nice things for each other and then like you know you get back and like after that I was just you know a little step uh what's it called pep in my step right a little like pep in my step I was like oh okay things are getting better I think it was because it was raining you know how I feel about rain so yeah there you have it um 16 minutes of me just unfiltered talking about my life as of late but you know it doesn't stop there I have some more things to share of course and that just rhymed unintentionally and I loved every second of it but tonight's episode I do want to dive into the subject or the the concept of rushing and not sorority rushing that might come at a later date who knows but just rushing rushing into things forcing things I did an episode called forcing it and faking it earlier on in my podcast career which is really great and a lot of you guys like that one so it's kind of similar to that but I'm more so focusing on rushing and just kind of why we settle for things why we just quite literally rush through our lives I mean you only get one for many of us we believe that (laughs) you only get one shot or one shot as this person you are today so why do we skim through the pages of our life and I use that analogy because I actually realized this or I realized this in a different way the other day when I was reading a book you know I read a lot of books as we know I I I don't know if you know this but I love reading I post about it on Instagram all the time all the books I've been reading I had this New Year's resolution which I think I have actually talked about on the podcast and I've successfully kept up with it thus far and I think I mean we're close to the end of the year so I'll probably keep up with it till the end but I've been reading one roughly 300 page novel every three weeks and I've kept up with it and it's you know honestly obviously it's like comes down to when I have time to read but like a lot of times I'll read when I'm traveling it's a big time I read but regardless I was reading a book the other day and I noticed I don't even know how I can say this without hating myself for saying it I have adopted the worst habit ever if you are a big reader you would know what this habit is maybe of skimming okay it might not sound groundbreaking for those of you who don't really read very much but I have adopted the habit of skimming. I skim sometimes. I, I do it when I, I guess I kind of lose myself in the book and I don't really realize what I'm doing and I start skimming through paragraphs because I want to find out what happens faster and I just I gloss over probably very important details because I'm just so excited to see what comes next or I want to see if the book's worth reading, you know, and I want to see if something's going to happen. I, I also sometimes now when I'm getting a book in store, I'll flip through kind of to the end a little bit to see you know if there's any action around there yeah so bad so bad that's like a faux pas you should not do that you should read every nearly every word and like you know really savor a book if you really like it you know and I think that a lot of this comes from just I read a lot of stuff online now and I digest a lot of my content digitally it's like the digital age as we know a lot of magazines don't even print anymore they just do the online issue and or majority of a lot of publications put a lot of their money online now and they have shorter issues and whatever you know it's the time we're in the digital is king and so yeah a lot of articles online you'll notice have just a lot of like sentence breaks and a lot of paragraph breaks and a lot of pictures and they're a lot easier to read on like a phone or you know and not like a page with only text and no pictures you know Uh, I feel like a child talking about a picture book but anyway so I've been skimming through books which has kind of it's been kind of a weird reality check for me that yeah I've been skimming my books which I feel like it also has to do with the idea of just the social media society we're in and the instant gratification that we almost kind of expect now And I really want to talk a lot about instant gratification on this episode because I think that it's something that we're all aware of, but we're like not extremely aware of it in our own lives and how like we are so guilty of this. Like if something does not happen fast or the way we expect it to or like, 
it's not like seamless like here's the the photo click to buy situation like we lose interest so although we are on a really great topic right now i want to take a quick little break to introduce tonight's sponsor tonight's episode is sponsored by lola as you guys know i've raved about them before i love their tampons i use them every that time of the month um and so basically lola is a modern approach to feminine care they're a female founded company that offers a line of organic cotton tampons pads liners and all natural cleansing wipes and the founders had a very simple and just seemingly obvious idea involved when they created the company which is that women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to their feminine care products. So, you know, unlike other brands, Lola products are 100% natural and they're really easy to feel good about. There's no BS or mystery fibers, no doubts about what's actually going in your body, which is super important. And they also come in a very simple, customizable subscription. So you never have to worry that you're not going to have what you need when you need it for that time of the month. Like you reach under the, under the uh, what's it called, under the sink and you're like, do I have a tampon? Like you don't have to worry because you're going to have one with the subscription, which is awesome. So aside from the tampons, I also really love their cleansing wipes. They're actually the first biodegradable all natural wipe of their kind, which is pretty revolutionary and awesome. Um, they're perfect for like a midday refresh and they're individually packaged and perfect for on the go. If you just want to pop them in your bag um, and they're gynecologist approved and hypoallergenic, which is also great. And one, the biggest thing that I think is just super exciting about Lola is that uh, you can do good with your purchase. For every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. And I'm super passionate about the period movement and about how tampons should be accessible to everyone um, and other products as well. And so I love that Lola is taking a stand in that and helping. So it's super great. I just I can't think of a you know a single reason why not to have a Lola subscription in your life. So basically, I obviously have a deal for you guys uh, for 40% off of all subscriptions. Just visit my Lola. That's M-Y, M as in mama, <laughs> M-Y-L-O-L-A.com and enter Hello Katie. So that's Hello, K-A-T-Y, all one word. When you subscribe, you can get 40% off of all subscriptions, which is super great i just feel like there's it's a no-brainer here guys give it a try so yeah thank you to lola for sponsoring this episode and now let's get on back into things okay so where were we i also put the microphone a little closer to my face because i noticed i was a little quiet in the beginning i just like hate when that happens because i don't really cut very much so i'd have to like re-record the whole thing and i feel like i was on a really great tangent there so Anyway, I'm closer to the microphone now. I hope it sounds better. Um, but anyway, we were on a really great topic before the ad about instant gratification, which I think is something that really dictates a lot of our decisions and also a lot of our rushing, um, rushing into things, you know, needing something to be perfect on the first shot and just convincing ourselves that this is like what we want and even kind of, you know, staying with the wrong people also sometimes I feel like because we just want you know, I actually, I heard this really interesting stat, or it wasn't a stat, it was like a fact, I guess, that, you know, our, our bodies obviously crave dopamine, which is what we, our body receives or feels, the sensation that's shot out of our brains, I think, uh, when we get something that we want, or we get gratified for something that we do, or something like that. We get a gold star, or we get like something out of something that we're putting energy in towards. Uh, we get this like shot of dopamine and our body obviously craves it. So sometimes, you know, when we get a text message from like just we get a text message, sometimes your body goes, ooh, like, fluttery, you know, like especially when we're texting a guy that we like or something. We're like, oh, my God, we got the text. You know, my phone lights up. We keep like checking our phone for like, the text because you want that dopamine. And so sometimes 
when I find myself just like eagerly, you know, I unlock, you know how like you like click the buttons on the side and like it lights up and then like it's dark and it lights up and you can like click on the buttons. Like I find myself just doing that nervously sometimes during the day because I want another shot of that dopamine. Like my body wants to feel that gratification, that, that energy that you feel when someone texts you, even if it's just like your mom or something, or I don't know, just any sort of like distraction, especially if you're bored at work or something, you want that shot of dopamine. So I thought that was super interesting. I'm sure there's a lot more to it, but that was like just the spark notes version of what I heard. And I'm sure, yeah, there's a lot more. I actually have been considering when I eventually have guests on the podcast, which I've been saying for like months now, um, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to do it eventually. That's one of those things. There is a motorcycle outside. Um, I'm working on it. I want to eventually bring in like an actual psychologist to talk about some things because I feel like a lot of times I kind of just, I give like a little version of something that could just be built out so much more if I had an expert here. So that's on the list. But regardless, dopamine, instant gratification, I think it all kind of has to do with our, just our rushing. And with the whole skimming topic from before, I was talking about skimming through books. I feel like I just constantly... I rushed through things because I just I'm eager to get to the next milestone. I just hit my computer. Um, I'm eager to get to the next thing. I'm eager to just get something good out of what I'm going through. Like I I'm the type of person that I'll go to the gym three times and expect crazy results. Like I hope you're there with me on that one because I feel like it's yeah. I go to the gym three times and I'm like, okay, where are my abs? They're like hiding under a layer, a layer of fat, but maybe that's just a me thing. I'm not sure. But regardless, uh, let's reel it in here. Back to what we were talking about, rushing. Where's the rush or what's the rush? I keep saying where's the rush. That's not grammatically correct. What is the rush? Um, you know, and I, I think that that can apply to so many things, but my first thought when I was thinking about rushing into things was just my post-grad, I guess, uh, outlook on things, or even when I was a senior still, like looking out towards the future, what I saw for myself and what I almost kind of forced for myself because I felt like it was the right thing to do. I actually talked about this on my Instagram story last week, super briefly. I was like having a, a in my feels moment. So I was like, I need to story this. And I think I scared a lot of you guys with like what I was saying, or maybe it was like a good kind of scared. It was like, an eye-opening kind of scared I hope but a lot of you guys I noticed I look scroll you know swiped up on it and I saw a lot of like shares so I was like okay either people think I'm going crazy or people like what I'm saying I'm not really sure half the time um, that's why you guys have to tell me a lot of people I think just like are you know followers and they like the stuff from afar and they don't tell me like you're doing a good job sweetie I need that okay I'm just kidding but not really at all. But regardless, what I'm trying to say here is I was talking the other night about this whole concept of just my, I feel like a lot of times as of late, especially after college and now that I'm on my own completely making my own decisions and making my own path here and deciding my own things for myself fully, I feel like a lot of what I've been doing is kind of just what I'm expected to do and what I'm supposed to do. I'm using air quotes, you can't see them, but kind of just doing things because I feel like it's the right thing to do and what other people are doing and I'm becoming one of those follower people pleaser types where I want to do do good by my parents like I want my parents to look at me and think like oh she's doing great you know I want my friends to look at me and be like oh she's doing great I want even perfect strangers to look at me and be like oh she's doing great I want all my worst enemies to think oh god she's doing great like that's what I want (laughs) and so then I like kind of forget that like there's things that I actually want to do that I'm not doing maybe or there's things I'm doing now that I'm like why the hell do I think this is what I want like I this is not what I want and it almost becomes 
I'm that the the idea that I'm playing a role, and that the real me, like the true me, the the understudy character that isn't the person playing the role of me, is standing off in the distance, kind of just watching this act unfold, and has no say, has no role in it, and it has no has no say that's the best way I could put it you know and I feel like a lot of times my life is unfolding and happening and I I can't run fast enough to keep up with it I have a lot of running dreams where I like can't keep up and like I'm chasing something and I just or like something's running after me a lot of running dreams and I don't really know what that means let me know my dms what you guys think that means I love when you guys dissect or talk about my dreams it's very interesting I'm actually going to post more of them on my stories because I have this notebook next to my desk and I I sometimes jot down my dreams when I if I still remember them because sometimes I forget them right when I open my eyes but I'm having a lot of dreams like that and I feel like a lot of it has to do with me feeling like I'm I'm chasing this this dream of mine but like I'm not running fast enough to get it, so I'm stuck in this other realm where I'm doing these things that I don't feel like I'm passionate about. Like, I feel like I remember a time where I would just, like, when I first started my YouTube channel, when I was, like, overflowing, my cup was overflowing with passion, so to speak. I was just, I would run home from school, like, super excited. Whoa, I keep, like, I I gesture with my hands when I talk. You can hear that by like me hitting my hands on things during the podcast. But I would run home from school because I was so eager to film a video for people, like for 20 people on YouTube. Like I didn't even have followers really at that point. And I was just so excited to create things. And I feel like now, like I can't really tell you, I feel like I'm not, maybe I'm excited to create, but I'm, I don't think I've been putting out 100% or even close to over 50% of my full potential of creativity because I'm doing too many things. I think that is my issue. I am stubborn. I cannot part with any one thing. I'm like, nope, I'm doing it all. I'm going to spread myself way too thin. Like whenever I hear that analogy, I, I picture like toast and just not having enough butter to cover the toast. Like that is my life right now. I don't have enough butter to butter all the toast that I'm getting thrown in my face. You know, I feel like I don't, I'm not doing anything to my best ability where I'm proud. And like, yes, I am a perfectionist, but it's not even that. It's like I just feel like I could be doing less things really well versus a lot of things mediocrely well. So that's a personal struggle. I'm just sharing a lot of my personal struggles right now. But in terms of rushing, I feel like a lot of times post-grad, that's like the biggest rush moment for me at least, I feel like, was rushing into a career. And it was like first semester senior year when people started talking about where they're getting their job or who's offering them a job and how much they're going to get paid. And like there was a lot of conversation about it, especially with my friends who were in finance because I think it happens a lot sooner for those people or at least at Elon, my school it did. And the creative jobs are a little bit, you know, pushed out a little further so you could still not have a job until like March and it was normal in a creative field or like in PR or communications or anything like that and so it was mainly the finance people that freaked us all out first and then the next wave came when you know people are applying for communications jobs and it's it's crazy because I remember us reading these job descriptions like my friends and I of these jobs that we were applying for and whatever and just super excited about and a lot of people I'm speaking to now are like, this is like, this job is my, my version of hell. Like it is like, you know, you read the job description and you're like, oh, okay, I can do that. Like, this is exactly what I want to do, whatever. Like, I just want to live in New York and be Carrie Bradshaw and like whatever and live that life. And so whatever it takes to get me there, I will do. And that was kind of a lot of my friends' mentalities and myself included, just like, I'm going to do what I need to do to get there. 
and to fulfill what the life it is that I want. And I feel like shows like the bold type and shows where offices are depicted and things like that. And like a, a good, like, I mean, granted you only see like five minutes of them sitting at their desk, but still you're like, I want that corporate life until you're in it and you're like, wait, is this what I signed up for? So a lot of times I look back and I wish that I had taken some time before I jumped into this big girl role and maybe, I don't know, explored a little bit. Not even to say like the world, but just like myself a little bit and like figured out maybe if like this was the right choice. And I'm the one, or I'm the one, I'm the one. I am the type of person that is stubborn, like I said, and I... Of course, I just wanted, I wanted things to just fall into place, okay? Like, don't we all? I just wanted things to, for once, be like, okay, here's this perfect opportunity. I take it. It's seamless. It happens. It's wonderful and all lovely and sunshines and rainbows and things are fine and it doesn't take me. I feel like with every good thing I've gotten, it's been like through blood, sweat, and tears and I can't just like have anything come easy. Like (laughs) that's my one gripe. Like if I'm going to have one, I'm super blessed and super lucky. Don't get me wrong. But like, I feel like everything good in my life has been such a damn struggle. Can something just be easy for once? Like that is my mentality on this whole thing. But regardless, I, I look back and I, I wish that I had maybe like, yes, the role was in my face to work at L'Oreal and I was super excited about it and I loved my boss that at the time who extended the role to me and she did say she was like this is it's not going to be here forever L'Oreal is super competitive and it, it is super competitive like I've seen it firsthand from just having friends be like hey can you get me a job and I'm like it's literally impossible unless you like go through the internship and know someone like I have no idea how I even got this job that's my mentality on that and like I feel yeah sometimes I I feel a little ungrateful for feeling this way but I'm also like I could have maybe who knows where I would have who you know what there's a lot of like who like who knows or like what could have been and like questions I can ask but at the end of the day like I think my message here is in terms of post-grad like I definitely rushed it and I'm feeling the effects of that now thinking what if and you know having all these other dreams and I think it's one of those things that I read this quote actually wait I want to say this before I go on to the next little thing I was going to talk about but I read we trade our days for things and like that sounds like okay what does that mean we trade our days working nine to five you know or working whatever for things an apartment money things we want to buy ourselves nice coats and shoes and camera equipment and we we trade our days and our time that is priceless for things isn't that crazy I could do a whole like episode on that, but I read that quote and I was like, this needs to somehow work. Sometimes I like try to like squish things into the podcast that don't like belong there because I want to say them and I want you guys to be like, whoa, that's crazy. Uh, because that like was a whoa, it's crazy moment for me. So anyway, just so I would like plant that seed. But regardless, I think that rushing is evident in a lot of different parts of our lives. It also can be evident in our romantic lives. I think sometimes we try to fit a square into a circle with some of our dating and some of our, we just, I've talked about this in the forcing it and faking it episode, just like forcing relationships that aren't meant to be. And we know it. We damn well know a lot of times what is meant to be and what is not meant to be. Um, Or maybe not what's meant to be, but what's working. Like we know when something's not working. And I think it just becomes so, it, it would just be so messy to break up or to get yourself out of it that a lot of us stay in situations where we're unhappy just because we don't want to deal with the mess and we honestly, we also just want to, f- 
I've talked about this too, just we want to check that box. And so we rush into things. And, uh, you know, in New York, it's a huge thing where people rush into moving in with each other. Like after like six months of dating, it's like, okay, let's move in together and split the rent because, you know, New York, it's expensive to live here. And then people move in with each other too soon and it just ruins the relationship. And then they have to like stick out, stick it out for the next six months of the rent and like, or the, the lease and be uncomfortable and whatever, you know, with a loveless situation. And, you know, I think that we rush a lot in our romantic lives as well. But at the end of the day, I think that a lot of our rushing has to do with just the social media culture we're in. I always kind of tie it back to that. I think that has a huge thing to do with, you know, the reason why we rush because we see other people living beyond their years almost. Like people always say that I'm super mature for my age and like I'm wise for my age, but I honestly, in the grand scheme of other people my age, I don't think that's the case at all. I think that it's not just me. I think a lot of us at this age are just super beyond our years because we've seen so much shit on social media or we honestly, we feel like we have to be this accelerated version of ourselves because it seems like everyone else is doing it, you know, and we have to do all these things because other people are doing it. And it's, that's like a huge thing. And I feel like I talk about this on every episode in some way, shape or form, but we're extremely motivated by other people. And we want, we just want things to work out for us. You know, we want that instant gratification of putting in the work and things working for once and not having to be a blood, sweat and tear situation. But, you know, I also think like kind of stepping back from this, you have to know what makes you happy, okay? Like, if there's one thing that you can work on with yourself, it's taking some time to figure out what makes you happy. Make a list, why don't you, if that's something that will help you. You know, what are the things that that kind of just, like, gnaw at your insides and you're like, oh, I want to do more of that, or, you know, this really makes me light up. Like, I am excited about this. Like, for me, when I open my dress closet and I look at all this pretty fabric just, like, hanging there, little dresses I've worn at like various things that made me happy like those are things that make me happy and I mean there's obviously other things like hobbies and you know I love drawing I love art I love designing things for people I love seeing someone's face when I show them something I made that I'm proud of you know there's all these things that I I get off on you know so to speak and those are the things you got to focus on I think in your life and not the things that are easy all the time it might be something that is kind of hard to pursue because it's something that you really care about and it's not something that's etched in black and white stone that everyone else does it's not something that's very uh what's the word it's uh classic no customary there's a word for this and I'm I it's escaping me but uh just what everyone else what's expected I guess there's a word I don't really know what the word is but you know, it's something that maybe be maybe is against the grain. And so I think those are the things that we have to chase, even if it's scary and even if it's maybe not spontaneous, it's something we work for. You know, I think you, no one can tell you the way you feel is wrong. So if you are looking at something in your life and you're like, I'm unhappy with this. I rushed into this. I'm unhappy. No one can tell you that you don't feel unhappy. No one can dispute your feelings. Your feelings is fact and it is fact to you and it's a narrative that only you can you can tell and it, that is that's that. Yes, you can dispute other facts like, you know, the sky is blue, someone could say the sky is red and like they're wrong, but you know, but you can't dispute someone's feelings, okay? I just think about that and understand that. You can't say to someone you're not sad, okay? That's just not you can't do that because at the end of the day it's their feeling. So for me, 
when I'm like I'm feeling unhappy in this phase of my life blah 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 people are always like no 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 like you're not unhappy you're just blah 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 and they try to deflect it or try to distract it or things like that and I'm like no guys I'm unhappy I am unhappy you know and at the end of the day it's one of those things where you have to you have to help yourself okay when you're unhappy in situations or when you feel like you've rushed something and you need to break up with someone you can't have someone break up with someone for you I mean you can but that's like really shitty you can't quit your job have someone quit your job for you it's one of those things where you have to put on your big girl pants and do it yourself and that is scary as hell okay I will tell you it is scary to contemplate removing yourself from something or turning a new leaf and changing your path and backing up and saying wait a second I didn't order this you know it's scary to do those things but you gotta just think to yourself what makes you happy and also catch yourself when when you're skimming through your life that's something that's been hard for me I feel like sometimes I just let it go because it's easier to just be like ah you know I skim through books but maybe that's kind of symbolic for other things that I'm rushing through Oh, it is trash night. There is nothing I hate more than trash night outside my window. Anyway, okay, they went by pretty quickly. Regardless, um, something I do want to say before I'm like out of juice because I'm getting sleepy again. I, I keep recording these things way too late. It's 11 o'clock. I'm like ready for bed. I'm a grandma. When you're alone with yourself, guys, just like imagine this or maybe you are alone with yourself right now. Well, you're with me, so you're not alone. But when you're alone with yourself and your heart whispers to you, I feel like, it's, I was trying to think of like how to phrase this. Your heart literally whispers to you sometimes. Like it does to me at least. I don't know if my heart's like on something, but my heart whispers to me these things sometimes, these murmurs, these very small, sometimes or very big hopes and dreams and little things that I'm like, that's ridiculous. But like a girl can dream, you know, like when the world fades into the background of just you with yourself, like what do you hope for? What do you wish for? What do you dream because those are those are clearly the most important things to you. When you're just kind of zoning out or you're just, you know, and you're drifting off to sleep and you can't get to sleep yet, so you're just you're looking into blackness thinking about everything. What are those things you think about and maybe pay attention to those things a little especially. Especially pay attention to those things and and just however you can in small ways, in big ways, whatever works for you, just inch towards that thing towards that light there's like a pocket of light almost that you think about and you poke at every once in a while and you're like hmm what would my life be like if I did that or if I was like that instead of you know I don't know a number of things it's going to be different for you but I always think to myself you know what would my life be like if I did art full-time or if I really did follow these things that I want to do and didn't do you know a number of things like I said and so I would just suggest to you inch towards those things because those are the things that bring you the most light and and I think sometimes in people pleasing and in doing things only for the instant gratification the gold stars and we don't really work for things we really care about and really dream about I think in doing that we kind of dim our light and we're we're becoming as dark as them and them being like the people that we think about and we're like oh that's kind of bleak and sad and their lives are full of just darkness you know we don't want to be like that we want to be these light human beings that yes do have bad days but are at least working towards 
something we care about, you know? And I feel like a lot of times we get caught up in just a lot of things we don't care about. You know, like I said, we, we trade our days for things and not for passion or for spirit or for anything that's kind of anything to brag about, to be honest. So yeah. Okay. That is my episode tonight, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Um, it was kind of crazy all over the place, but like what episode of mine isn't? I thought it was pretty darn good though, if I do say so myself. I don't know. I never really listened to these fully back, so hopefully it's good. Um, and yeah, that is it for tonight's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you guys all next week. Bye. Oh, and guys, wait, I'll be 24 by then. Oh my God. That's crazy. Okay. Yep. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>